0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
1: This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Angela Spera. My co-host Laura is still out sick, unfortunately, but we will have her back next week, I promise. I know I said that next week, but this week I mean it. She's back. Um, in the meantime, you can go send some good vibes your way on Instagram. Uh, so in the meantime, again, we are we are joined by my own personal Mark Consuelos, my fiance Ian.
0: Hey, I'm back.
1: We let you come back.
0: You let me come back. I didn't say anything too controversial or offensive last week.
1: No, in fact, we heard from some listeners who actually enjoyed the episode. But I tried not to tell you about it because I didn't want to inflate your ego.
0: You didn't? Wow! Why couldn't <laughs> you tell me? This would have been good to know because maybe I would be bringing my triple A game. <laughs> oh no! For this one You're now, I, getting
1: your double A game.
0: Well, I mean, I'm feeling you know a little bit more confident about uh, about this, but yeah, I mean, I feel like. Those accolades would have been nice to know.
1: Yeah, well, they, they like you. They really like you. <laughs>
0: they love me.
1: Um, so Laura and I are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is loving your partner's quirks. Yeah. Inspired by our own quirky relationship.
0: Very exciting to share some of our own.
1: Mm-hmm. Ian, what else is on the lineup? Also
0: on the lineup this week, we're talking about what's new in dating news, signs that you are a pillow princess and signs that your partner is bad for you then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions including a listener who wants to know whether it's whether or not Chuck E. Cheese is a good first date spot and another listener wondering if it's okay to be sad that her significant other didn't make a deal out of her birthday but first Angela what's going on in your week
1: <laughs> um well you know the last episode that you and I did together uh, we talked a lot about therapy and uh, how much we love it and how much it has benefited both of our lives. Yes, no shame. No shame in the game. Um and I want and I always encourage our listeners to seek out therapy because I think it helps you and your relationships and whatever. But I did want to talk about something that I'm recently like experiencing in therapy, which is that I feel sometimes like I'm running out of shit to talk about with her. really? Yes. or like I feel like, uh like the things that I want to talk about are very mundane, you know? So like sometimes I feel pressure to like keep it spicy for her. Like I like I'm like I want her to like kind of like this is how sick I, maybe this is the podcaster in me, but I'm like yeah. I want her to look forward to our sessions. <laughs> like I want them to be good for her as well. I, so it sounds
0: like a very a very good like sitcom premise <laughs> where like where like you're very concerned that like your therapist is going to leave you because you're not keeping it interesting enough.
1: Right. Like who like is that <laughs> the definition of needing therapy that I'm afraid of being abandoned I by I, my I actually
0: think sorry, I'm talking over you. I'm still <laughs> new to this microphone <laughs> thing. You're
1: you're nailing it, yeah. Sorry. Um no, so I like I definitely like cause like what I want or what I feel like I need to talk about sometimes is like job things and like self-improvement things, but what's yeah. like juicy to talk about is like my personal relationships. So I think sometimes I wind up, I mean, which, you know, ultimately, sometimes I'll talk about those things. And I'm like, oh, that that was something I needed to talk about. Who knew? But yeah. I do feel like hopefully it doesn't stir the pot too much in our relationship. Because I'm like, hmm, what can I talk about with Ian? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I would say that... uh Perhaps it would be interesting for you to bring up your therapist the fact that you feel the need to keep things interesting with your therapist. That might be. I mean, it's a little <laughs> no a big Hall of Mirrors there.
1: I'm not thing. brave enough, but I did Google before my last session. I googled what do you do when you don't know what to talk about with your therapist? And apparently, it is a common issue. But yeah. you know, you hit kind of a, a stride once you've been going for a while, where like not much is changing. Like it's just you, not plateaued, but you're just like. The same while you're working on things sure. and improving things. Uh, and it kind of was like, you know, let, let your therapist, your therapist is trained to deal with this sort of thing, let them kind of lead the conversation. Yeah. No, pr- sure. no pressure. Like you should still go and talk and see what comes out.
0: You got to be comfortable also just staring at somebody in the eyes for 45 minutes and saying nothing. With a, I mean, just, like that—that that builds character. Being able to look at a stranger and sit in a quiet room and just just stare at them,
1: yeah, I mean, that's like
0: I definitely hard.
1: Like romantically, they say you should pick a partner that you're comfortable, you know, sharing silences with. Yeah, it's a little more awkward with, when it's a um, doctor that you're paying money to go see. But yeah. sure, hey, it's
0: your time, baby. You can do whatever you want. You just want to stare at her. You want to play stare. You know, bring a game, baby. <laughs> bring, bring, bring old maid.
1: Bring <laughs> me. That'll get the conversation flowing. That'll get it
0: flowing. Bring bring Uno. See if she'll if she'll bite.
1: That's not a bad idea. And, and worst case scenario, I just get to play Uno, which is super fun.
0: To be honest, yeah. I mean, it's your time. It's you know, you're, you're you yeah. you got health insurance. It's you're my locking.
1: special me time.
0: Yeah, it's it's your special your time. You do whatever you want.
1: Yeah. Uh, what's going on in your week, Ian?
0: What's going on in my week? Um, not, not too much. It's been a, it's been a pretty, it's been a pretty mellow week, I would say. We had a very exciting, um, uh, Saturday where we went to the vineyards with your friends out in Long Island.
1: We did. It was
0: very, very fun. And I, I took a lot of very fun pictures of other bachelorette parties happening, which was <laughs> I think that I'm realizing that I might have the spirit of a photographer without any of the artistic ability or talent.
1: Yeah. You know when you're like with a group of your friends and you're like, oh, my God, we need to find a person to like take a picture of us. Yeah. And you kind of like scope out like that guy looks kind of normal. I don't know. Like Ian is like the perfect person to catch for that. Ian was like having them do a silly one.
0: Yeah, like do a silly one. Give me some more energy, and then and then and it definitely. I mean, when you have a, a bachelorette party, they're that's what they're 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 fishing for. Yeah. So and then, they, we yeah. were also
1: at the vineyards. They'd been drinking, so they yeah. thought you were extra hilarious. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it was definitely. I feel like that was fun. It feels like getting people to like uh, you know do do rowdy things is fun, but I think the pictures were horrible.
1: <laughs> I, I, <laughs> well, Ian's, Ian's go-to move, yeah, I feel like you're very polite with strangers, but if you're someone that knows you, like me, like if I hand you my phone to take a picture, you first take like 20 selfies of yourself. Oh, yeah. And then you hand the phone back and you look you at
0: know, the I feel, phone and you're
1: like, wow, I got me again.
0: You know what, though? I feel like that's actually a funnier move to, to do to strangers cause now <laughs> these strangers have strange photos of a, of a a of, of me on them.
1: Right. (laughs) But then you have to, like, if you're all staying in the same space, then as soon as they look at their phone and see, oh, that guy just took 20 pictures of his face. Oh, yeah. but Let's avoid him for the rest of the night. But
0: you got to own it. You got to own it. Like, they got to, if, listen, if they don't think that's funny, they're the weird ones.
1: (laughs) They're the weird ones. You know what? I don't disagree with that. I'm playing a little prank. Yeah. I'm doing a bit. Doing a bit. You got to keep things things fun. Yeah. Keep things fun for your therapist. Keep things fun for the random bachelorette party. I'm giving the the strangers,
0: I'm giving the strangers a moment. So that, like, when they look back on those photos, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, that that guy who was fun, like that that was a nice." I'm putting good things into the universe.
1: Yeah, you're being silly. Being silly. We need a little silly. We need a
0: little silly. The world is a very dark, cold place, so we need some some uplifting, you know, interactions with strangers. To show people there's 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 good things going around in the world.
1: Yeah, I agree. And you know what? On that bright, cheerful note. (laughs) Let's take a quick sponsor break and then we're jumping into what's in the news. We would like to thank our sponsor Squarespace. Squarespace is where you can build your own personal website. We do it for our podcast. We did it for our book. I do it for my personal stuff. I have my resume up there. Like when you're applying a new job, it really helps to have a website that you can send people with everything that you've done and have it looking like clear and crisp and lovely. Um, Other people that use Squarespace are people that maybe want to open a business. They have a bar or a pub. They are a baker. They make any kind of food. Maybe you're a graphic designer. Maybe you're an interior designer. Anybody can benefit from a Squarespace website. Squarespace gives you beautiful templates created by world-class designers. They also have a powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online. They've built in search engine optimization and if you ever get confused, which I sure do, they have 24-7 award winning customer support that will help you out and make everything super clear. Um, and for our listeners, we have a little discount. You can go to squarespace.com single for a free trial and when you're ready to launch, use the offer code SINGLE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Okay, so this week I have been reading um, Cosmo Sexy. Uh, Seven Signs You're a Total Pillow Princess in Bed by Julia Pugachevsky. And do you know what a pillow princess is?
0: I do now.
1: You do now? I know. I didn't know either. Um, so apparently. A pillow princess is uh, someone who likes to lie back and let your boo do more of the physical work during sex. And I think a man can also be a pillow princess. I don't think it's gender specific.
0: But would that be a pillow prince or is the man still a pillow princess?
1: I think you would be a pillow prince because to say a pillow princess implies that it's a gender related thing. And I don't think it is. I think all of us can be lazy.
0: Okay. Yeah. No, I like that.
1: Um, So... (laughs) It says, while the phrase pillow princess originated from the LGBTQ community and more commonly refers to lesbian partners, it's since been expanded to include straight people as well and is sometimes also aptly called starfishing.
0: Star? Oh, because <laughs> where you're just laying you're just like spread, out. spread out. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> so they have the signs that you are a pillow princess. The signs are. Um, you get head way more than you give it. Your favorite positions are missionary, spooning, or doggy, where you're lying down.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, you call out the moment you feel even a teensy bit uncomfortable. And I do feel like that is relatable for me. It is the Virgo in me. The second I am slightly uncomfortable, can't just go with it, can't just like pretend that I'm enjoying it. I'm like, ah, ow. Well, that's in every
0: aspect, I think. (laughs) Yes. Of of your existence. It's why I'm
1: not a good camper. Yeah. I'm not a good hiker. Doesn't
0: have, yeah, it's a tolerance, yeah, for discomfort. And not
1: that I want to be that person that blames my astrological sign for things, but it is such a Virgo thing. Yeah,
0: but I feel like, oh, well, let's not get into astrology because we're going to take things to a whole other level. But uh, Because you love astrology oh, yeah, so much I, you just can't stop talking yeah, about it. Yeah, it's like my favorite thing in the world. Right. I, I, yeah, I pretty much don't go a day without uh, thinking or reading about astrology. <laughs> what a Pisces.
1: <laughs> um, so some other signs that you might be a pillow princess. Being tied up is f- fun because you don't have to do anything, which is hilarious. Um, you will totally continue to watch TV while getting railed, I will say. That is
0: kind of messed up.
1: That is, yeah. That takes it to a whole nother level because it's one yeah. thing. T- that just means that you're like not even engaged in what you're doing. It's not just right. that you're weak. You know, some of us have weak upper body strength. It's like that's just like your brain is not there.
0: It's like this feels good, but also I got to hear what Anderson Cooper's got to say.
1: Right. I need like (laughs) a full sensory experience.
0: (laughs) I got a question. Is there any is there any television program that is like appropriate to watch during that? Because I really think that there's probably a hierarchy. Like maybe if you're watching like the Kardashians, it's like less bad than watching like PBS or I I don't know.
1: Um. I specifically the Kardashians, I feel like uh it's not better.
0: Okay. Well that was just that was a, that was a throwaway <laughs> example. They're just they I think about them a lot too. Yeah. There's always top of my mind thinking about what are those fucking people up to. What are <laughs> what what are they gotta keep What are up? they doing? I care a lot about them.
1: Um, no, I would say that there is probably other than like pornography, which was designed to be the, the sure, type of yeah. television well, of that course, you watch. But as in terms of uh, just regular, yeah, like, I don't think, like, uh, Dawson's Creek reruns oh, but it, maybe, going.
0: But what if but maybe there's a couple that's really into, like, role-playing Dawson's Creek? They, like, think they're, like, characters in the creek right. and, like, having it on kind of, like, sparks that moment. I, sparks
1: that. Maybe, like, I do love the theme song.
0: That, oh like, my little god. Paula
1: Cole. I don't wanna wait. That is a
0: very sad thing to like. Have. That's like very <laughs> actually
1: that's like oh. one of those things where you're like, "Oh, this is fun," and then you listen to the lyrics and you're like, "I want to cry."
0: Yeah. That would that would definitely spur a lot of very uh, sad emotions for I for don't me for, wait. You've been listening to a lot of Paula wait. Cole recently, by the way. I know.
1: I wish I had attended Lilith Fair.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're going off the right. We're out going out off Sorry, the but this so, is, yeah, you're getting a you're, you're getting a, a, a nice view into what it's like to be in our lives. <laughs> sure,
1: there's two more signs that you're pillow princess. Uh, it's your sex toy or bus kind of person, and you tell more than you show. What you what that means is what you don't do physically, you make up for it in dirty talk. Um, the, I, As you guys know that have listened, Laura and I do love our Satisfiers. Satisfier actually just sent us even more vibrators that we truly don't know what to do with. We are overflowing with vibrators. So even if I wasn't a vibrator person before, I am now because I got vibrators coming out the ears, you know.
0: You're going to have to open up your own storage unit. I know.
1: <laughs> we literally were like, don't open the coat closet in our apartment. <laughs> they will all come tumbling down. Um, but yeah, so if, if, if you are somebody who is lazy during sex and you didn't know that, that there was a name for it, You are a pillow princess. Congratulations.
0: Mazel tough pillow princesses out there. You get a vibrator and you get a vibrator.
1: (laughs) I think we can all be pillow princesses at some point. Yeah, as long as you take turns,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, two pillow princesses would get nothing done.
0: Yeah, then you're just like, then you're both just watching Anderson Cooper.
1: Yeah, then you're just taking a nap (laughs) on top of each other. You're just napping on top of each other. Sounds nice. Uh, What are you reading about? So
0: I'm reading about some signs that you are in a dysfunctional relationship. Um, oh, goody. This, <laughs> this was an article from uh, Bustle by Jordan Bissell called, "My Is My Partner Good for Me? Eight signs that they're not contributing equally to your relationship. Okay. So um, according to experts, a few key relationship problems can determine if the person you're with is dysfunctional in relationships. And according to uh, Adina Mihaly, uh, mm-hmm. MCT, a certified relationship expert and mental health consultant, a dysfunctional, relation, uh, sorry, a dysfunctional partner is someone who isn't able to play their part in the race relationship dynamic. So this might mean that they won't resolve relationship problems with you, may try to manipulate you, or they have their own issues, which manifest in the way that they treat you, which... You know, I would say that everybody has their own issues that they bring into a relationship, but it's a matter of communicating and talking about them and realizing when you are projecting on other people. Right. That's just my own two cents there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why, yeah, like I guess you shouldn't throw around the word dysfunctional necessarily because dysfunctional, like the stuff that's in this uh, article are, are more like deal breakery things versus like yeah. something like, like a fun. Quirk that maybe gets under your skin, like that we're going to talk about later. Like those are things that you can get over, and they're they're not like awful. But right. yeah, these these are kind of like real red flags.
0: Yeah, these are. Uh, I say for the most part, they are. They're really big things. I mean, number one is they repeatedly cheat on you.
1: That's a so big one.
0: That's a big one. If you know, if you discover, if you discover that your partner cheated cheating on you, you'll probably want to end things with them. But if you decided to move past the infidelity and give them a the second chance, this functional partner may repeat this mistake uh, instead of using it as a chance to make better choices or learn something new about themselves. Mm. Um, they're possessive is another big one. Um, one that I found interesting, uh, you're worried about angering them. So you will find yourself constantly worrying that the choices you make will make them yell at you uh, I would say also specifically like yell at you is one thing that I don't necessarily agree with. I would say that like also just like you're just worried about like more just like upsetting them in general. Not everybody's communication language is yelling, I would say. It's like whatever. <laughs> right. 19 for worried. It's like raging bull kind of shit. Yeah, just like... <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah, and like I mean you should worry about your partner's feelings. Like, you shouldn't do something that, that will willfully upset them, I guess. Right, but right. this is more like I feel like doing like – Innocent kind of mundane things and being like, oh, I hope this doesn't ang- make them angry at me. Right, you that isn't healthy. Yeah,
0: that isn't But also, like, I would say for for the most part, some of these things are things that are like, if you're noticing them, they are definitely worth having a conversation about. Because I don't think I think a lot of these things could also be like, even though they they are game they they are kind of deal breakers. I think some of them like like one you constantly let things slide. So that that's when we're you know if you become aware of that, you can kind of communicate it and see if uh, right see if you can improve things.
1: Yeah, I think it's more if you sense if you see a pattern of like maybe a combination of these things. Yes, that's for sure. And like if you talk about it and it's not changing, I guess I should. <laughs> I mean letting things slide. Do you feel like that's something that you've done? Have do you sense a pattern? Are we dysfunctional?
0: <laughs> well I uh, I think well we've talked in the past. I have I have people pleasery tendencies. Yeah. So I definitely but that's one of those things where it's the 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 big thing about that is realizing that a lot of the things that that, that you do wrong affect, you know, your your relationship and you gotta own them. So the thing is that like it's never a lot of times, it's not one person's fault. It's like it's like a it's a uh, a combination of
1: things that you got to also be aware of. So right, yeah. and you'll never resolve them if you don't communicate about them. Yeah,
0: if you don't communicate about them and at least admit them to yourself, because because you know, being being self aware is the first step to to changing.
1: Right. Cool, Ian. Thank you for that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I have I have insightful thoughts sometimes too in my brain.
1: Very insightful. <laughs> All right. Now. It's time to jump into our mailbox but first yeah. let's take a quick sponsor break we would like to thank our sponsor care of care of is a subscription service that delivers vitamins and supplements customized to your specific health needs Um, Actually, my co-host today, Ian, is a really big fan of Care Of. He pops his vitamins every morning. He is a far healthier person than me, and uh, I credit the Care Of vitamins, honestly. Uh, They really help you out with their short quiz that you can take that lets you know what What stuff you should be taking, because like you might not know, their fun online quiz asks you about your diet, health goals, lifestyle choices, and only takes five minutes to find out your personal, scientifically-backed vitamin and supplement recommendations. It can be really hard to know what vitamins and supplements you should be taking, but Care Of makes it easy to find out what you specifically need to be your healthiest. Care Of delivers daily vitamins and supplement packs, all customized to your recommendations, so you're only taking what you really need. Care Of makes sure that you're putting into your body, what what you're putting into your body comes from the best sources backed by honest guidance and transparency, all available to you on their website. So you totally know what you're taking. Um, for 25% off your first care of order, you can go to takecareof.com and enter this is why. Again, for 25% off your first care of order, go to take care of and enter this is why we would like to thank our sponsor Quip. Quip is the best electronic toothbrush I have ever had. Um do you know what the easiest way to get back into a routine is? Start it up before September, especially if you're heading back to school. Like you're we're in like the lazy summer months now, like you can get really into taking care of your teeth and your gums now and then when you get when we hit September, we can all be thriving with fresh breath with Quip. Uh so Quip is really cool because they have this sensitive sonic vibration thing for an effective clean that's gentle on your sensitive gums. It's important because people brush too hard and some electric toothbrushes are too abrasive but not Quip. They also have the built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides and help you clean your whole mouth. Did you know that up to 90% of us don't brush for a full two minutes and don't even clean evenly in our mouth. So this helps a lot. Plus like, honestly, I'm into aesthetics and I really love the colors that they have. I have this like nice rose gold one and it just looks really nice in my bathroom. So if you would like to try Quip, it starts just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash single right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack for free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash single. Angelo, what do we have in the mailbox? Uh, Okay. We have um, a question from our listener, Alex, and their subject line was first date fun at Chuck E. Cheese question mark. I thought that this was a great one for you and I to answer because if anybody's going to go... On a date at Chuck E. Cheese. I feel like it could be us. Okay, so they say, I'm looking for ideas for fun first dates. I heard from a different podcast that Chuck E. Cheese's out of all places is not a bad choice. I'm wondering what y'all seriously think about that. Okay.
0: I have so many thoughts about this one.
1: Wonderful. Do you want to start?
0: I want you to start, and then I'm going
1: to chime in. So I am somebody who has gone on an ironic first date before I went to Applebee's, ironically, on a first date. Uh, And that kind of, that idea tanked because what wound up happening was we wound up spending a lot of money at Applebee's and then he wanted to split the bill and I thought it was on him. And it wound up being not so funny in the end. Well,
0: and the other thing too, just specifically about Applebee's, is I think it's a real mistake to think that Applebee's is like good value because it's not that, it's not that cheap. Yeah, it's
1: priced the same as like a, like...
0: Some... You know, like a local yeah, you, know, you can go to like a local restaurant that maybe isn't that much more expensive. Right.
1: I mean, maybe you get a slightly bigger portion size. You get that yeah. sampler. You get like You
0: get a lot in the sampler. <laughs> you yeah. get a
1: lot, and we did get the sampler. Uh, okay. We got the the I mozzarella sticks and the spinach dip. Such a good combination of things to eat on a first date, you know. Like <laughs> I was feeling really good afterwards.
0: Gonna learn so much about each other's digestive. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but but yeah, but that all that to say that I I do think uh I I if both people are on board, an ironic first date can be really funny. Chuck E. Cheese, however, does have the element of being for children and you're two uh grown ups without children. So that's kinda weird. <laughs> like the other the moms there might be like, hmm. Eh? And then, like, you, you run into that thing where, like, maybe you're, like, monopolizing one of the games and you have, like, small children waiting in line behind you that want to play. Yeah. And, uh, like, that's, like, a bad look.
0: I I Well, so I agree with that. I think one of the things that I didn't realize until recently – actually, not recently, but, like, uh, a few years ago the, – the rides, for the most part, like, the games at Chuck E. Cheese are actually physically made for children. So, like, <laughs> if you're an sense. adult – like there, there are more adult ways to like go about like having uh, like a carnival esque or like a you know like a like a light first date like right. a fair or something like, like a
1: Dave and Buster's like a, yeah
0: like a Dave and Buster's where you can have have alcohol. I mean, unless you want to bring like a flask in the Chuck E. Cheese, but that could be a no, problem.
1: I don't that, sign off on that.
0: Don't sign. Well, I'm saying <laughs> or so here's the other thing. I was thinking like, wouldn't it be hilarious if the person you're dating was yeah. one of the characters? And they were like, "Let me bring you to my place of work." And (laughs) it's like, here we are at Chuck E. Cheese, and the pizza I've heard uh, is is really not that good.
1: Okay, so I actually disagree. I haven't. When have you had it last, though? I haven't been to Chuck E. Cheese's in Is it Chuck E. Cheese or
0: Chuck E. Cheese's. I don't
1: think it's well. The E stands for entertainment. I don't know if you knew that. It's Chuck Entertainment Cheese. Is there's no apostrophe? Is there an apostrophe E cheese? I don't know, but it's like his home, right? You're yeah. in Chuck E. Cheese's home.
0: Right, right. I don't know. I don't know. I'm getting <laughs> but, off, off
1: But track. the point is the pizza's delicious Okay. from my memory. Right. I haven't had it in over a decade, yeah. but I do remember it being real good.
0: Angela is a horrible New York pizza eater. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> it's the best pizza
0: in the world, but I miss the Chuck E. Cheese.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just appreciate all types. I like authentic New York pizza. I like Domino's. I like Chuck E. Cheese. All
0: right. All right.
1: Nope. I just like cheese and bread.
0: No harm, no foul. So, but yeah, we I, I would recommend go to yeah if you want to you, you want to play skee ball you want to do something right. like that air if hockey air hockey if there's like a local place you can do that I know like a lot of bowling bowling alleys today kind of have that too like yeah bowling I like the idea of playing a game games are fun it keeps you know you're physically loose. Um. Yeah, it, it sounds like a great idea. I would just say maybe just stick to a more adult thing because yeah. you also don't want to start your relationship strictly on the foundation of irony. Because I think irony is so ubiquitous today. Like everybody is so into irony
1: that it's like, what do you actually like? Right. <laughs> it should be earnest. It should be a little earnest. I don't mind a yeah. little tongue and cheekness, but oh, yeah, course, I think yeah. like find. Find, like, an adult play. Like, the idea to do activities together is great. Great, Like, you shouldn't just be sitting. Like, the movies are, like, the worst first date. Like, don't do something where you're just, like, sitting in silence. Like, have an activity. But, yeah, be around other adults. Agreed. And not screaming children. We're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful.
0: I agree. We're going to go bowling after this.
1: (laughs) Awesome. We're going to go to a Dave & Buster's.
0: We're going to Dave & Buster's.
1: Uh, Okay. Next question. This is from our listener, Grace. Um, And here's what she writes. She says, hey, ladies. Uh, I've been mulling something over for a couple days, so I thought I would reach out to you guys for an outside opinion. I recently had my 25th birthday and decided to have a casual get-together for it. My boyfriend and I were getting back from a trip a few days before my birthday, so I didn't want to add party planning to my post-travel to-do list. I told my friends to meet up at a local brewery where we would day drink and hang out. I didn't plan anything past that because I didn't have time to think about it. Normally, I'm a huge party planner and I love celebrating birthdays. I secretly expected my boyfriend or even my friends to do something extra to surprise me, balloons, cake, etc. Because I figured they knew how much I love to celebrate my birthday. But... No one showed up with anything more than what was asked of them. I had a good time and I'm grateful for people who carved out time to celebrate me. But at the same time, I'm disappointed. Is it something I should bring up after the fact or should I have let my boyfriend know in advance that I wanted something special for my birthday? To be fair, he did give me gifts, but I already knew that was happening. So I don't count that as a quote surprise. Okay. Ian, what, what, advice would you give to grace oh
0: you don't want to go you don't want to go first on this one (laughs)
1: well Uh, i'm interested to hear what you have to say
0: well i would say first of all if you feel disappointed then you should bring it up i don't think that's unreasonable like you know you feel a certain way then you should communicate that uh yeah definitely i mean i would say it doesn't sound like he did anything wrong necessarily but i think maybe maybe he doesn't realize how important birthday stuff is to you, uh, and uh, this is a good opportunity to be like, "Hey, you know, I wish that maybe you had like gotten me a cake or just something." You you know, you wanted small things, so it sounds like you know you you want them to, to do something just a little extra that really isn't a big deal, but like that that little extra step kind of goes a long way. So yeah, I mean, it definitely sounds like totally communicate it. Don't don't like you know, I wouldn't say don't don't make them feel too bad about it, but 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 you should communicate it.
1: Yeah, it's weird. Like you can feel multiple things at the same time. And I feel like I totally get feeling disappointed and like kind of upset. But also at the same time, you kind of have to like measure that disappointment with also being like they your boyfriend didn't do anything wrong and your friends didn't yeah, do anything wrong. Exactly. He also like he got you presents also. Like if if he had done absolutely nothing for your birthday, I would be like, Okay, like that's a problem. But like he got you presents. You're good. Uh, unfortunately, as we get older, I can tell you, people start to care less about birthdays. <laughs> I uh, I will always want to celebrate my birthday. I'm kind of like you. I like a celebration. I want to do it up. Even when I'm turning like 31, it's kind of a lackluster age, but I'm going to do a-, a thing, and I expect people to come and be excited. Right. But I also am n- not expecting a ton of fanfare, you know, like – and right,
0: he, yeah. It's good that you have your expectations tempered. I mean, 25 is a good one, though. It's like, I feel like it's like, you know, you're right in the middle of your 20s. So, I mean, yeah. And and also, okay. like, people, people too, like, you know,
1: if you want to celebrate your, your, your birthday. Yeah. But I would say, like, if it was her 30th and nobody did anything. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, total. like, a much bigger deal. But for, for 25, sure, for sure. like, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. necessarily think that there's anything extra special about that.
0: I Okay. No, I know what you're saying. I, I agree with that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But um but yeah, I mean Ian and I when our the first birthday that we were together. Yeah, this
0: didn't go well.
1: We didn't go well because it was a similar, different birthday expectation thing. Right. Where like Ian is not as into birthday celebrations, I would say. Or, or like didn't he I- really grow up in a big like gift giving family. and and
0: not to say that we weren't a giving family but we always giving yeah people didn't we like didn't my my parents always did nice things for me but it wasn't like under the guise of like i got you this it was more like oh you want that okay i'll get it for you i know it was very like uh it wasn't like nothing had like the the, like the special of like oh i got this for you so i've not i've historically i've gotten better right
1: oh for sure yeah
0: yeah but i yeah I wasn't a great gift giver in our family. that was the
1: only time that it was It was bad because there was, you know, yeah, there was like a learning curve there. It was like we had just gone together and Ian was like... "Uh, I took you out for dinner. Well, you were the problem was the lead up to it. You were like, I'm torn between two gift ideas for you. Not sure which one I'm going to get you. And I was like, ooh, I wonder what it's going to be. And then uh, you were like, okay, meet me at this address. So I met you and it wound up being like a restaurant that we had been to before. And I was like, all right. Well, this is fun. We'll get dinner, and then maybe we'll do. Well, he'll give me my present, or we'll go do something surprise after. And then, like that was the whole thing. The whole thing was just like dinner, and I was like, oh, and I got really sad. And it was a really small restaurant, and I cried like a baby.
0: Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also, I I didn't realize how like I. Well, I mean, weird from the point of view that like I felt like I didn't quite understand what I had done, but then I you know, realize, then after, like, yes, like, everybody has kind of different, like, gift-giving and receiving expectations, and it's something that you gotta talk about, because right. Angela's about family's it. very good at giving gifts.
1: Yeah. I think your family's I mean, they give gifts. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Hey, my family gives gifts. We're just not good at it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, anyway, we communicated about it. Yeah. And...
0: I still feel bad about it.
1: <laughs> well, you made up for it. You, Ian wound up getting me a gift after the fact. It was a very nice gift. He got me theater tickets. Oh yeah, we saw Hedwig. We saw Hedwig and the Angry Inch. And, yeah. and since then, uh I would say you've you've stepped up and you've you've always like been there with a, a nice little trinket. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes two trinkets. Sometimes multiple trinkets. So yeah, you just gotta talk about it. But also in this specific situation, keep in mind that like nobody actually did anything wrong. So talk about it, but don't come at it from an angry place. Right, exactly. She'll be like, just so you know. Exactly. Give them a just so you know. So if you want your listener questions answered, or if you have funny text messages from an app you want to share, you can email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow dot com. Please be concise. You can also find our contact info on our website, this is why you're Now let's dive into our reason of the week. This week's reason is loving your partner's quirks. So a quirk is defined by Merriam-Webster as a peculiar trait. Everybody has peculiar traits or quirks, whatever. But when you're single, they kind of go more unexamined. And then when you have to start sharing a space with somebody, all the weird stuff you do when you're by yourself feels that much weirder because somebody's watching you do it.
0: Well, and when somebody tells you how weird it is. (laughs)
1: Uh, Well, yeah, because nobody ever, like, witnessed it before. So now, yeah, you have somebody being like, you know, that's uh, not normal. Not everybody does that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's interesting. Like, you definitely, that is a difficult part of being in a long-term relationship. And then eventually it gets even more difficult when you live with your partner. uh, Because I think stuff that maybe (laughs) you could see that was, like, funny and lovable maybe at first then when you're like in a small space with each other might drive you crazy right
0: when it was at an arm's length you're like oh that's something fun that they do but right. it's it's cool and when they're right in front of you doing they're like this sucks i hate this thing that 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 you do <laughs> right
1: so um we have to you know you got to work on finding a way to find those things lovable again or or right, right. <laughs> talking about them <laughs> i think humor helps a lot oh, yeah. certainly in our relationship using humor to deal with these things right is a big thing. So, what I would are, agree. You want to go back and forth? I have yeah, a we couple could do, of your quirks. We could do one for one. Okay. So, <laughs> one of Ian's quirks is that he smells everything. Like, he will like just.
0: So does Anthony on Queer Eye though. Yeah,
1: in a very and very, he is similar very attractive. Way. There's also a commercial here in New York for Roscoe, the bed bug sniffing dog. <laughs> and I often call Ian Roscoe because he just he's always sniffing things out. He even will this sounds super gross, but this is like something that, you know, one of those weird things that, that people do alone. He smells it. his earwax. He does it. He like scratches ear. I'll I'll watch him and he gives a little sniff and I'm like, What are you doing? Does that smell good? What are you smelling?
0: But it's not a question of like good. I mean, like I like good smells too. You I just
1: smell everything.
0: Though. You know, you know what it bad, is? Bad good. I am so I'm like pretty much almost deaf in my in my right ear. I have bad vision. Like I'm I I have I have very strong olfactory, uh, you know, senses, and so like. I'm, you know, I'm attracted to scents, good or bad. I, they, I don't know what it is. They interest me. Maybe this is something I should be talking to my therapist about. You're
1: trying to enhance. That makes sense. Like when they say like blind people have exceptional hearing. Right, yeah. You're half deaf, so you can smell really well.
0: Right. And I think also like I'm somebody, I enjoy, I enjoy food a lot. And I find, and I think that like maybe part of that is because like I am, my like taste buds and my smelling abilities are like a little bit more enhanced because I have horrible sensory deprivation in other ways. Right. So.
1: (laughs) <laughs> it would be so much more useful if, if you could, like, enhance your eyesight or something.
0: I know, right? Then I could actually, like, you know, see shit without having to squint all the time. Or I wouldn't need to wear glasses in the dark.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What's What are one of my quirks? Okay.
0: I've got a couple. I got a couple fun ones. Okay. Uh, but we are going one for one. So yeah. I would say... Um, well let's let's start with 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 one that I find both i, I, I there's actually there's nothing negative at all about
1: this it's very endearing, but there's your not, rain not necessarily anything negative about you smelling things
0: oh right right but yeah, and that's also we should say nothing is good or bad, but thinking makes it so again <laughs> to Angela's point about quirks they're just pe- peculiar traits right. that they don't have to necessarily be annoying but uh so Angela has a rain man slash woman because she's a lady esque theater obsession um and she also has a a, a very just a, a bottomless knowledge of of obscure theater actors that she is constantly like she'll she'll sometimes go off on like uh, she'll like blackout and then start telling me about theatery things right that, uh, that I you don't care I, about sorry that you don't care about well, no so I I would say this I would say no I do I do care and I find it interesting um, just sometimes it, it, it's it's apropos of nothing but <laughs> I'm sure I do that in other ways too but yeah no it's a very it's very much okay she is an expert in this in this field that I, I need to, like, I need to, like, yes, you, you know all these great things about the, right. the New York theater.
1: But where that probably becomes grading for someone that you live with is, like, when I am listening to show tunes at, like, say, 8 o'clock in the morning and you've got the Phantom of the Opera in your ear, I get, I can see yeah. how that is not for everyone. Yeah, but Some, it is for me and i like it and yeah i have to navigating uh when to listen to the phantom of the opera is difficult sometimes a lot partner. of very
0: tenor what is the tenor soprano the higher one
1: the soprano i think is the most grating that's it's like the most grating okay, the so female it's a, operatic like yes
0: so it's you know. the tenor it's the tenor uh operatic shrieking at like <laughs> and, I, and i don't not to disparage uh professional theater people but at like eight in the morning when I'm when I got half a brain cell working is definitely something to be experienced
1: yeah (laughs) um let's do like one more each I would say another one that you do um you are obsessed with crumbs and putting (laughs) a plate under me when I'm eating which is like is that a quirk or is that just being, you know, a responsible, clean adult? I don't know, but like, I think it's a little bit of both. Maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. But like, so like, if I'm eating a cookie, all of a sudden there's a plate under me, and where did that plate come from? It's attached to Ian's arm, and he just like <laughs> follows me around. Well, we live in New York, and
0: there's critters in New York, so I'm there's trying critters to avoid everywhere. the critter. And you don't like critters. I don't like
1: critters. So if so I'm I saw helping a critter, you. I would probably shout for you. So I get right. it. I'm helping us. I get it, and yet. I am not used to it because when I lived by myself, I could eat my cookie. And, you know, I wouldn't like – I wasn't like a pig. I wouldn't like be like – and getting like crumbs everywhere. (laughs) But like you see crumbs that I don't see. Like you have like – maybe your vision is enhanced because – I see
0: the matrix. I am the crumb matrix. I see the zeros and ones in dirt and crumbs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So this is definitely a trait that I have inherited from a parent. Uh, Right. my, My mom is very into cleaning. And I think, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to get better about it. But no, I just like, like, just make sense. You have a crumbly, you have a crumbly snack, eat it over a plate. Just makes sense because, because it'll keep your apartment a little cleaner. Yeah. To me, it's just like, it, it's not a hard thing to do.
1: I'm right? learning. I'm learning. Right. This is like one of your quirks that will hopefully make me a better person in the long run. But in the short run, it is frustrating.
0: Well, and I am, I'm sure it's annoying. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin your cookie eating experience. I, know. I definitely don't want to do that. That there, isn't my intent.
1: There are so few joys in life, and like you know, you just want to eat a cookie sometimes, right, right. Un- and
0: you just want to eat it over whatever. Eat it over the carpet. Get it all up in there with wild abandon. With wild abandon.
1: Um, what is what is one more quirk that I have?
0: Okay, one more quirk that you have. Let's see. I do. I mean, I've 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 got a good I've got a good list going. Oh, well, I'm a quirky gal. I would say Angela is obsessed. Obsessed with expiration dates, <laughs> and 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 to the point where she's obsessed with the freshness of like certain condiments and food items that we keep things in the fridge that nobody keeps in the fridge. So I would say like soy sauce. I worked in a kitchen once it at says, one point in my store life in
1: a cool dark place. Yeah, like a cabinet. <laughs> it's really cool in the fridge. It is really.
0: It's no, the fridge is not cool. The fridge is cold. I would say. Well, the, there's a difference. better
1: to be safe than sorry, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, so, so like I'm I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I do believe and I think there's been a lot of documented evidence out there that like expirations are kind of dates are kind of can be arbitrary and can be a bunch of BS. So, I think that like, you know, if we're like 3 weeks past and there's like and it's like a condiment that isn't really going to spoil, I think you're good. I think you're good.
1: Maybe it's my Catholic school upbringing, but I you want to follow the rule. I am a rule.
0: You are a follower. A dedicated rule follower, and I am a renegade.
1: And I also don't want food poisoning. So the combination of those two things—if it says throw out this butter on this date—I'm gonna throw that butter in the garbage, and yeah. I'm gonna buy new butter. No,
0: not not the way. Especially if you're gonna get the butter hot, you're gonna melt that butter. It's gonna boil in some cu- capacity. It's not gonna get you.
1: I mean, one of your quirks is that you've eaten food out of the garbage before. So, like, am I, I, I gonna have. take advice from you I on have. this?
0: I, with reckless abandon, hate waste. Yes
1: aggressively so
0: i still listen the day i am george costanza and the in the eclair the day that i get sick from eating something out of the garbage i will wait a couple of weeks before i do it again
1: <laughs> oh excellent well yeah so obviously ian and i both have our quirks every couple does uh they're the things that make us both unique and who we are and who we are as a couple and I love Ian for yes. all of those things. I love you for
0: all of those and,
1: things. Or maybe despite all those things. So yeah. I think the best way Both. to deal with those things when they get a little frustrating for us has been to find a way to see the positive or at least have a sense of humor about yes, them. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Uh, it, if it's something that really bothers you, like like the crumb thing, sometimes is a little too much. Uh, so when wow. it's if it's something that's we're like learning things right really bad. Right now. Uh, <laughs> no, you, this is something we know we've <laughs> talked about. But no, then you you have a conversation about it, and I am more conscious when I'm at, like about eating with a plate. Like I definitely will grab a plate proactively now, and Ian is more conscious about how he approaches me. So there's a little compromise involved, but, you know, not totally changing who you are, but adapting.
0: Yes, exactly. Adapting is very key in a relationship. But also, to your your point, you got to also, like, appreciate your the weirdness, the the (laughs) weird things that your person does because that's what makes them who they are.
1: Yeah, it would be boring without any weirdness. That
0: is very true. That is 100% true, and that is the worst thing in the world for things to be
1: boring. Yes. So with that it is now time for this week's reason of the week break down Still haven't quite nailed the Laura Lane way of saying that. Um, okay, so there is, of course, such a thing as too much quirk, as is the case with movies that feature the trope of the manic pixie dream girl, which we've all heard about. It's the eccentric lady, usually written by a male screenwriter designed to cheer up the depressive leading man a la Garden State. So we're going to have Ian guess the manic pixie dream girl in a game that we call Quirking Too Hard. I love the name of that game. Are you right. It's Very like clever. it's like working too hard. I yeah, get <laughs> <work as laughs> it. I like it. Okay. So, I'm going to read you a quote from a famous manic pixie dream girl who is, you know, the the epitome of quirky. Yeah. And then you have to guess what movie it's from. I mean,
0: these are all fictional. There's no real people in here.
1: There are no real people, correct. They are all fake from fiction. Um, let me get my buzzer ready. Okay. Are you ready to play?
0: I'm ready to play.
1: Okay first quote i'm if you want a hint i will tell you the name of the character but first i'm just going to read the quote so okay. she says okay. we we are not groupies groupies sleep with rock stars because they want to be near someone famous we are here because of the music we inspire the music we are band-aids
0: it's the it's kate hudson and almost famous
1: correct hey you got it you got the bell penny lane i know i was a little slow on the bell right
0: right right penny lane penny lane
1: Lane. but i'll kate hudson we will accept yeah uh okay next quote la di da la di da la la i have no idea really it's kind of famous annie hall ah
0: you know that this is very shameful i have not seen annie hall all the way through
1: to I be know. honest with you, I uh, know we neither can't Woody Allen's canceled. Well, exactly. Like yeah. so yeah. do we need to? No. But Diane Keaton does give a great performance. So yeah. it's a struggle. Um, but yeah, she was a manic pixie dream girl.
0: The the OG, perhaps.
1: The OG, perhaps. Uh okay, this, this one's a pretty famous example of Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Uh, I apply my personality in a paste.
0: Wow. I think I'm going to be really bad at this game. I have no idea.
1: (laughs) Just take a guess. Nobody?
0: I apply my personality in a pace. Yes. I have no idea.
1: Clementine in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Ah,
0: That's a movie I love, but I don't remember that line yeah it's a good line
1: uh, okay next one this is like an exchange between two people okay so the the lady says I got this dress at a thrift store for one dollar and the guy says it was worth every penny and then the girl says it's a bridesmaid's dress Someone loved it intensely for one day and then tossed it like a Christmas tree so special then bam it's on the side of the road
0: This one sounds familiar but I
1: you've seen the movie
0: have a, oh, man I'm I'm bad at I don't I'm bad at quoting things no in quotes all right yeah (laughs) no i suck what is
1: it it is fight club the character is marla singer helena Bonham carter she's a manic i think she's just like like literally but she's isn't she in his she's like spoiler alert she is like a dream literally like isn't she like all in his head
0: yeah yeah for anybody who hasn't seen
1: the movie yeah but i would feel that she's a little manic manic She's a dream girl, maybe not a pixie. Yeah, definitely the pixie part is not not that character. Yeah, but like you know, yeah. feminine. I guess that's the pixie element. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. whatever. Listen, I got it from the internet. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, this is the last one. Oh, I'm excited. But if Can't you get wait. this one right, yeah, you still lose.
0: Uh, I'm always a loser
1: okay Uh, this is also an exchange between two people so the guy says what are you listening to and the girl says The Shins you gotta hear this one it'll change your life I swear oh
0: god yeah I know this one it's Natalie Portman's character in Garden State
1: you got yeah, it.
0: Yeah. But you know what? We did get the shins out of that movie. we I,
1: I have to be honest with you. That's one of my favorite movies. I know movies.
0: it is. I, I, this is where we agree to disagree.
1: It is one of my favorite movies. It will yeah. always hold a special place in my heart, even if... Uh, it is a good movie. Didn't really give her much of an inner life. But she does have it. You know, she has seizures. She 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 also that, has brain she, problems in that movie. She gives that great like speech about, like, you know, what can you do? You laugh. It's bleh. like yeah. I don't know. In college, it really spoke to me. Okay.
0: No, you know, it's a good listen. I watched it in college. It has a place in my heart too. But I, yeah, 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 it is what it is.
1: Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, anyway, you lost that game, but thanks for playing.
0: Yeah, I, I, <laughs> do, I wasn't expecting to win.
1: <laughs> it was a valiant effort. And it was fun, and we got to talk about quirks, which yeah, I
0: love, which is really fun.
1: Yeah. Um, thank you once again for joining us. Ian. Thank
0: you for having me. I uh, I'll be starting my own pot no Just,
1: just joking. <laughs> now would be the time.
0: Now would be the time. I'm taking your audience with me.
1: So you want to take it away? Take take Laura's line, Ian.
0: Take uh, send us off. We hope we cleared up this week's reason. That's it for this week's. This is why you're single podcast.
1: There's Check out more. Angela
0: and Laura's book. Oh my god. I am listen. I'm just learning how to read as well. <laughs> Check out Angela and Laura's book available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and their audiobook on Audible.
1: You said that correctly. Very well. You're very good. Very You're good. You're welcome. Uh uh oh, Ian, you this was two weeks in a row. You, this is we learned job. so many things
0: about each other. We got to chat in a different
1: context. We did. Recorded for everyone to hear. For
0: everyone to hear. And
1: now that you're just getting really good at it, we're going to replace you with Laura. You're
0: going to hit the eject button.
1: (laughs) I am chopped. But thanks for playing. You have been chopped. Um, Guys, Laura will be back next week. She misses... You all and being here. She wanted me to say hi. So, hi. Um, in the meantime, while you're waiting for next week's e- episode, get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors. For a full list of sponsors and the codes, check out our podcast page on This Is Why Your Single Show.com. We are also on social, so you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Your Single Show. Please like and subscribe on iTunes. And thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show.
0: Bye. Bye. This is Why
1: Your Single
0: this is why you're single, this is why you're single, ba ba ba, ba this is why you're single, ba ba ba, ba That was a HeadGum Podcast.